0: Turned top, Burning like a silver Flame The summit of beauty And love Andrea is her name She's goddess Yeah baby She's goddess I am Andrea I'm your fire with your Desire Well I am Andrea. I am with your desire.
1: Welcome back, Galactic Groovers. Thank you as always for your patience when there are little um, delays between content sometimes. I fully intended to get out the Galactic Groove for the week on Sunday. But several things came up, which led into more things yesterday. And so here we are on a Tuesday recording this for you all. This galactic groove will run us through the 14th and 15th, which is the total solar eclipse. And on the 15th, Chiron goes direct. I am using a little different type of reading this week i'm doing a syncretic oracle reading and this is using the galactic trading oracle cards uh their celestial world set these cards are not for beginner readers um if you're just starting out i would definitely start out with a tarot deck or more basic Oracle deck. So along with the very powerful, uh, full moon eclipse that we had last week, uh, we have five astronomical events between, uh, yesterday slash today. It just kind of depends on where you are in the world. Um, through next week. So what I did is I pulled a card for each of those events and then one card sort of flew out of the deck as kind of an overarching theme over the next week. Now these syncretical or syncretic oracle cards, syncretical, I made up a word. Uh, They are more visual and coded than they are specific, uh, you know, written language in a book where there's a page in a book for every card and you are, um, kind of guided by that. That's one of the reasons I personally love these cards. I have been, um, reading tarot since I was a kid. And then, of course, other oracle cards and different things. And I'm not saying this makes me an expert. Just I've accumulated some knowledge along the way. You know, if you figure I have 40 years of studying all these different esoteric disciplines, um, that's a lot of knowledge to pull from. And one of the limitations sometimes of different oracle decks is that they don't combine everything. So what I really love about this deck is that each card has metadata, which is galactic coding. It has chakras, it has I Ching, it has Mayan glyphs, it has uh, archetypes, it has arcana, it kind of has everything. And then it has these wonderful beyond cards, which are outside of the um, major and minor arcana structure that we have free agents, uh, wild cards or jokers, we have flash cards, and then we have medicine cards. So as we go through, I will explain a little bit about some of those things. But it's not entirely necessary for me to give you the pertinent data to go into too much minutiae. So I will try not to do that. It's just I get so excited about the intricacy of these cards. Sometimes I forget. So pulling up my notes here, on December 7th slash 8th, depending on where you are in the world, um, we had a moon wobble. When the moon is in square alignment, 90 degrees, to the lunar nodes, we have what's known as a moon wobble. The moon wobble typically takes place during an eclipse gateway, which is uh, the time between two eclipses. This can bring heightened energy that makes us feel caught off balance or a little wobbly. Moon wobbles do bring uncertainty, but it is through trekking through the unknown that we are able to grow. So the card that came up for that is this beautiful card entitled uh, "Meta Mode." It is a portal card, and that means Major Arcana. I love the imagery of this card, and... I love how she is standing in the center of what looks like her own planetary universe uh, holding a staff in her nakedness with all of the sacred geometry behind her as if she is uh, communing with the universe at, and source at her most vulnerable and exposed self. I feel like this card is about surrender and surrendering to the process, surrendering to the energies coming in, surrendering to the unknown and uncertainty that is probably entering your life at the moment, presenting opportunities for growth and change. And, um, maybe a different way of navigating the somewhat shaky waters that we have been bobbing up and down in for a while now. <clears throat> On the back of the card, there are keywords for activation. There is always a literary quote, which it blows my mind every time how apropos it is to whatever question I asked and um, it's, so I always want to share those so metamode this archetype this portal and you know use portal in the tradition that you would portals or portals they open you to the mysteries of source and connecting with the all So, each card has a chakra on it usually, and this one is heart chakra, loving, healing, beautiful green color. It doesn't surprise me that that would be here with this eclipse portal and moon wobble, because it certainly takes being heart-centered to navigate some of these things that come our way and uncertainties. It is much easier to navigate the world when we are coming from a place of connection and heart-centeredness. By heart-centered, I mean that you are approaching the world and the circumstances with an open heart and unconditional love and without a victim-villain mentality. Um, remembering that things happen for us, not to us. Cultivating gifts, sharing surplus, empowering others, conscious cultural creation. This card is about sentient culture, which I feel we are moving forward with a lot of the different, um, circumstances in the world right now realizing that we have to be consciously creating we have to be consciously actively working in the 3d world as well in our day-to-day lives to create that empowerment for ourselves and others all begin in love all seeks to return to in love love is the law the teacher of wisdom and the great revealer of mysteries And that's a quote from Starhawk, who I am not familiar with. Um, The I Ching on this card is water. Water is heart, flow, tide, fluid, stream, waterfall, waterfall, overcome, moon. I don't know about the rest of you, but I have had this tongue-tied, funny little words-don't-want-to-come-out-right thing happening to me so I'm just kind of rolling with it. The art piece that is on this card is entitled The Great Mother Returns. Many people have been talking about the age of the black divine feminine and what that means in particular is a returning of A rebalancing of true power into the hands of more indigenous culture and an evening of the playing field. This doesn't mean that anyone who isn't an indigenous person will actually lose anything, but it means that we will stop allowing abuses as we have for millennia. Um, And also, we are ushering in this age of the Divine Feminine, the age of Aquarius, and we're healing that cosmic mother wound that um, we all feel from when the Alpha and Omega were split, and Divine Masculine and Divine Feminine were split, and we've spent all this time trying to get back into groove with each other. So during this moon wobble, um, be open and accepting to that Divine Mother that is returning to you. And know that you can call on that energy to support you with whatever um, uncertainty or change is presenting itself. Sorry about that long pause. Uh, So also the number on that card is two. The Great Divine Mother. um, Numbers have a lot of symbolism for all of us. So I always like to include that. But I'm not always going to go deeply into the numerology of things. So feel free to look that up yourself. And the uh, Mayan um, glyph is two as well. Uh, Perhaps next time I will dig into the Mayan tones that that corresponds to, but if you would like to go on your own investigation, you can look up Mayan uh, gates or tones and it will have corresponding information to those numbers. Those are the little dots and lines above the I Ching symbol on the back of the cards. I won't be sharing the photos of all the backs of the cards because um, that feels like something that I should not share publicly. The creators of the cards don't do that and so I feel like for me to do that would be crossing a boundary. So our next astronomical event is December 10th, which is Pluto's Square Eris. Um, Interestingly enough. Pluto is the planet of death and rebirth, and Eris is the planet of strife and discord. Sometimes these two energies working together uh, can trigger some volatile energy, but keep in mind that it's there to call you to step up and grow through this. Uh, They only stir up this volatility Volatility, when there is growth and change to be had, this could be on a more global level than a personal level. There are obviously a lot of things in the world that are shifting between politics and pandemics and vaccines and all of the uh, seeking there. So the card that came up with regard to uh, Eris and Pluto conjunct is... Life Gate. This is in the Crystals uh, Minor Arcana, which. Oh, I'm trying to find it. Okay, there we go. Crystals, also known as swords or spades in traditional tarot, Element of Air. Focused on intellectual approaches to understanding and solving problems surrounding any decisions you are making. They bring awareness to the whole system context in which your choices are being made. So, a life gate. And this is also water. Nope, nope, nope. Fire. Yeah, lots of fire this week. Uh, Fire, vision, prism, light, bright, warmth, awareness, Radiance Phoenix, Phoenix rising from the ashes. We also have the, boy, I am so froggy today. I apologize for that. Third eye chakra. Um, So activation of that third eye chakra. Passages into the possible. right, there we go. More liquid before anyone, uh, asks me or messages me saying, if your voice is froggy, it's because you're not saying your truth or whatever. Uh, I also live in a very cold, dry desert area with a furnace that is blowing hot air at me all night long. So in the morning, I am a little froggy at any rate. Life Gate, if you look at the image on the card, the artwork is entitled um, Reflection 5. It's a Morgan mandala, also about sentient culture. The Mayan tone on this card is 3, and the card number is 49. Passages into the possible Cosmic Creative Confluence, Keystone Evolution, Expanding Capacities, Holistic Path Design. One's Destination is Never a Place but a New Way of Seeing Things, Henry Miller. During this Eris-Pluto Conjunction, if you look at this beautiful card with this eye in the center, and then you can see that the makeup of the eye is like a landscape with all this fire and lightning and energy behind it. And then um, just this beautiful mandala-like artwork with some fractals. It's really gorgeous. But what this tells me is that this is more about the macro, the greater uh, shifting happening in the world and for the planet. And your role is to take in that information and kind of see what's happening and apply it to your own individual life and adapting to what is happening in the world. One of the ways you will be able to best do that is by spending some time in quiet meditation, whatever meditation means to you. When I say meditate, I mean all the various genre of what meditation is. Nature walks, actual transcendental meditation, uh, dance, doing mundane chores can be meditative, like um, doing your dishes or sweeping a floor. There are many ways to meditate, but it's about giving yourself the space to quiet down and listen to what guidance comes to you. I feel like this is asking you to look at things from your perspective and not perhaps uh the news or maybe your coworkers, your family, or different people. Um this is really a solitary experience even if it does have some global events involved. This may partly have to do with um, the availability and initial administering of vaccines. Also possible political shifting. Hopefully not volatile here in the States because we've had enough of that. But just a little bit of upheaval. Just keep focusing your energy on the highest good your most desired timeline, our ability to co-create a better world right now and not be um, allowing ourselves to be victim to the tide of change and instead be empowered to activate change through a group effort to our highest good. So then on the 12th, we have the 1212 portal. 1212 is a powerful angel number indicating wholeness and completion. It is also a number code to help activate light in our body. When our light body is activated, we can gain a new understanding of the dimension of time and traveling to higher realms, whether astrally or in dreams, is easier. 1212 is also connected to the Merkaba so for that we received this beautiful medicine card these are planetary pantheon they're element of plants celebrating the earth's medicines which can heal all living things these cards are dedicated to the indigenous healing traditions of south america if you look at this card and the imagery on it it is first of all absolutely beautiful there is a shaman down the lower corner blowing some sacred smoke uh, and communing with a goddess over on the right and there are so many serpents snakes um, lots of imagery with that on this card signifying kundalini we have different chakra represented on here and elements fire and water, um, third eye, solar plexus, <clears throat> this, uh, artwork is, um, truly beautiful. It's called art sacrament. Shapiba shaman is who is on this card. It is in relation to the sacral chakra And it's about life cloister in service to the sacred inner world. Meta lineage. So on this 1212 portal where we are having the light activated in our body. And we are given the ability to travel or dream travel easier than other times because that portal is open. It is a good time to be connecting with yourself. Recognize everything that you've learned over the course of this year and that it is time for your Merkaba to be fully activated and to be expanding to multidimensional consciousness. Now, for a long time... There has been a lot of teaching and understanding of mysticism, galactic heritage, and spirituality, whatever you want to call it. Um, As I've mentioned before, recently on IG Lives and in here at times, I see it now as connecting to the all And what I mean by that is that I am expanded in consciousness outwardly and inwardly so that I am connected to all things. And in doing so, that allows me to have that feeling of peace and wholeness and acceptance and surrender to the process. And also deeply empowering because I know that I am connected to everything. So nothing is outside of me that isn't inside of me. Now, we've seen this as, you know, there's 1 through 12 dimensions and we uh, move up through these levels and that we're ascending. But. There's uh, more to it than that. I kind of look at the human vessel and the consciousness contained within it and integrated within it as a TARDIS. If you're not a Doctor Who fan, the TARDIS is the phone booth that he flies around with. That is how he disguises his spaceship we are all our own spaceship. And the TARDIS appears just like a phone booth from the outside. But when you walk in the door, it is a cavernous uh, spacecraft with an unlimited number of rooms and features inside. So What I have found is that the deeper I go inside my own TARDIS, inside my own vessel, the further I can expand outward. This is why it is so important to be connecting with your inner being. The saying as above, so below, as within, so without. So if you want to expand your consciousness out to... Every atom in the universe, you need to go deep, 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 in case I didn't say deep enough, inside as well. So for this 1212 portal, I feel like it is more of a focus on your inner being and allowing that Kundalini energy and light activation and DNA activation to happen inside you. There may be things that come up for healing. Since this is a plant medicine card connecting with Gaia and completing that loop that I keep talking to you about between source energy, you and the earth will assist you to process and receive everything open to you during this portal and to go in within and perhaps heal whatever comes up for you. We like to think of all these portals and eclipses and things as being sort of this, uh, you know, fantasy, um, Age of Aquarius, a musical number from Hair, perhaps.
0: This is the dawning of the Age of Aquarius. So, uh,
1: the reality sometimes of these portals is you feel a bit overwhelmed, maybe a bit tired. Maybe, uh, you are called to sleep more and, um, Allow your physical body to rest while your energetic body, your light body, uh, your auric fields, your Merkaba, all of those things to be developed in uh, tandem between you and the all, your galactic team, all of those aspects of yourself. And so sometimes we kind of, you know, we go into it thinking, um, oh, I'm going to do a full moon ritual and I'm going to dance naked under the stars and I'm going to do all these things. And then it turns out to actually be uh, some warm tea and a cozy night's sleep uh, and some time of introspection. So if you can connect with the earth, either outdoors or inside, if you're in a cold place, um, one of the ways that I connect with Gaia when I can't be outside in the cold is through my love expansion exercise, my little dance, which I will get back to doing soon. It has just not been possible. I mean, I'm doing it on my own, but the whole setting up a tripod and, um, doing it for the collective publicly has been, uh, not possible right now with some of my other commitments. So use this 1212 portal to go within. You might also ask yourself if there are certain, um, foods or, uh, substances, which, you are aligned with, that you are called to either consume or have around you. That might also assist you in connecting with that sacral chakra and this um, healing Merkaba activating energy. And there is no I Ching on the Medicina cards. Those are their own entity. So that brings us to the... New moon, solar eclipse in Sagittarius on December 14th, 15th. This is a burst of French energy, new beginnings, but also great change. The full extent of these new beginnings or changes may not be realized straight away. Um, there's a certain element of things being hidden or not fully exposed, but whatever seeds are planted will eventually rise strong and tall. Use this energy to open new ideas, dreams, and intentions. This eclipse is also making strong alignments to the astrological chart of the USA. So there may be something significant happening at this time. I would like to remind you all that when our current president was elected, we had a solar eclipse at that time, which... Was visible in North America and moved across a path on the US, which was very interesting. Uh, the path that it went across the US wound up being on literal fire um, over the last four years and um, also was kind of like an ushering in of this particular president and initiation, and I find it interesting that it is ushering him out. There may be a little upheaval over here in the USA, but I don't see it being something gigantic. Um, I'm hoping that it's fresh new energy of we finally get on with the, uh, political transition that is meant to be happening here. And the reason I bring up USA politics at all is because we are so pivotal to the well-being of the entire world. And I don't mean that from some kind of, you know, USA, number one, we're better than everyone else. But the way this previously colonized, capitalist, exploitative... System has been designed that has made it so that what happens in the U.S. politically, economically and socially has a major impact on the rest of the world economically um, and affects the quality of life of millions more people than who live here. So I love the card that came up for that. For the solar eclipse, Uh, this beautiful mandala that almost looks a little bit, I mean, it definitely looks solar and uh, sacral solar plexus chakra as heck, but um, it is also kind of reminds me of a sea creature almost or a flower. But this is a healing arts card. It is uh, from the Water Glyphs Arcana. And that is Cups or Hearts, Element of Water. Bringing awareness of the subtle and receptive emotional qualities that inform your process of making choices. The journey from heart to soul. So again, we have more fire energy in the I Ching on this card. I find that amusing. The uh, Mayan tone is the number six and it is the healing arts card. Universal magic calibrating the tool sets and buffering the codes. Life evolving life. Keep your face always towards the sunshine and the shadows will fall behind you. Walt Whitman. What a fun card to have pulled (laughs) for this eclipse. Uh, The card number is 39, which breaks down to the number three when you add it up together numerically. Three and nine making 12. One plus two equals three, which is, you know, the Holy Trinity. Um, But that quote keep your face always towards the sunshine, and the shadows will fall behind you. I uh, want to say, please don't look at the eclipse <laughs> if you're in the part of the world where you can see it. That can hurt your eyes. You need a special uh, little eclipse viewing box or glasses. Um, the pinprick eclipse viewing box can be found online in a million places, how to make one. So if you do want to watch the eclipse wherever you are, please do that. We don't want you to have, uh, permanent burns on your eyeballs. <laughs> um, but the interesting thing about a solar eclipse is that when it occurs, all of the animals, uh, all of them lay down and take a rest. So in spite of this being an infusion of energy and new energy, you may feel during the eclipse time the need to rest more you may just naturally feel your synchronicity and your connection to the earth and the universe and the all and know that this is a time for you to just settle down and uh, rest and enjoy this new energy coming in and receive it the heart chakra is again on this glyphs card so the heart chakra is coming up a lot today I think we need to just stay heart-centered the more we can stay heart-centered during these portals and eclipses and gateways the more we can make the right choices both on an individual and on a universal level for the collective to me this Feels very positive, and I am hopeful that the poetic astronomical synchronicity of this is a good sign. <clears throat> then, lastly, on the 15th, we have Chiron going direct. Chiron is known as the wounded healer. Um, You might check on your astrological chart what house this falls in because that can have a bearing on how it affects you directly, personally. It is associated with healing and it turns direct after being retrograde since July. I feel like that is another auspicious uh, sign and window into interpersonal healing as well as more collective healing. Uh, Hopefully this has a little bit to do with new treatments coming in and ways to abate the virus that we're dealing with. Keep in mind that viruses are also a catalyst for transformation and um, correcting a problem in nature sometimes. So While it may be causing great grief, uh, I do believe it also has some kind of a purpose. So for the Chiron Direct, this is the time to really be taking that wisdom and strength from everything that you've learned from this year and from this, uh, Chiron retrograde period that we've had since July. If you think about on a personal level, everything that you personally have experienced and epiphanies and revelations and growth that you've had, it has been tremendous. The collective has been doing a remarkable job navigating all of this and going within while also doing the work of co-creating with the all our highest best timeline. So for this card, we got the card entitled, and for some reason it's hilarious. I think this is an iris on the front. I'm going to have to pause and go look that up because I don't know why my brain cannot remember it right now, but, um, it's Miracle Spirit. This is in the Orbs Arcana, which is, um, pentacles, coins, diamonds, element of earth, Practical approaches to making choices. Uh, You are becoming aware of your external world and how it affects your internal world and how to uh, integrate all that information. Magical headings. Imaginal points of access. Let's pause there. Imaginal points of access. What does imaginal mean? Uh, Noah Lampert has a really great... um, podcast where he talks about imaginal techniques quite a bit. He is not the only one who has come up with this concept, but I like the way he presents it. Um, but basically imaginal is just co-creation. It is, um, playfully and joyfully seeing the timeline you want for yourself in the world, the way you would like things to be in such a way that you're not just visualizing it. You're not just, uh, obsessing over the law of attraction and therefore pushing something away it's imagining and feeling what it's going to be like when you are experiencing the timeline that you desire that is the highest good and then um accepting that it will come in its own way and time if you are obsessing over what you want in your life with a death grip, you push it away when we do that. And so uh, it is really important to be able to release attachment to outcomes. The I Ching on this card is not surprisingly earth, uh, diamond, leaf, receptive, flower, harvest, vine, field, service. We're being called to be in service to the world, all, the collective, and also our own selves. The artist is the confidant of nature. Flowers carry on dialogues with them. Every flower has a cordial word which nature directs toward the artist. That's a quote from August Rodin, or maybe Rodin. Uh... Portrait of an Iris. There we go. I don't have to look up the flower, but I am going to pause and look up what the um, particular symbolism of an iris is. Iris has always been one of my favorite flowers. Um, Back in high school, I used to work in a flower shop and I learned how to florally design and it was fantastic. So coming up on this card is your root chakra, color red, vitalizing This is how and where we connect to Gaia. And it is important for you to um, keep connecting with the earth. I know everyone's tired probably of me saying that and hearing me talk about Gaia balancing and love expansion. But what I can tell you about that, my friends, is that the physical healing that I am experiencing my body because of it. And then the macro healing I am experiencing in my life and my own family, which I know is also healing ancestral patterns in my life and, um, healing social ills for the macro has been phenomenal. Um, back when I fell on my butt twice and then whacked my head, that was during a time when my knees just decided that they didn't want to work anymore. And it was getting to the point where I was feeling like, okay, what the fuck? Uh, because I've never really had serious knee trouble in spite of whatever, um, physical challenges and, genetic things I may have. So I started working on that from a spiritual context and continuing on. And anyway, as I've been doing this, uh, love expansion exercise, I have my knees, my whole body like to give you context, uh, a usual winter in the past for me, because I do have a lot of rheumatoid, uh, autoimmune stuff, I would need more medication. And um, simply put, walking and getting around would just cause me pain. I had to slow down in the winter, I had to be a lot more careful um, about just moving around in the world, going up and down stairs, those kinds of things. And I am suddenly... Uh, solid as a rock in that respect my knees are supporting me (laughs) and perhaps that's because I feel like uh, my consciousness is supporting me as well and then my life is supported I'm gonna pause here for a moment so that I can look up the symbolism of the iris Well, I am so glad I looked up the iris and its symbolism and meaning. First of all, this flower is estimated to have been cultivated uh, back in Syria on Earth, not Sirius in space, although I have my suspicions because it was cultivated in around 1750 BC um, and was a large part of uh, Egyptian culture as well and used in healing. It is um, a type of video message that is used by gods and demigods to communicate with others using a rainbow. The service is managed by the Greek goddess of the rainbow, Iris. So what does rainbow mean? To me, rainbow means the full spectrum Of colors and light and energy and vibration and chakra and experience. So this Chiron Direct thing really is giving us with this iris flower, this video message from the heavens. uh, Access to healing of our entire being. Do not be afraid to go within and... Above all else, dream your dream. I would love it if you thought of how you would like a situation to turn out. Anytime anything comes up for you that initially may seem like, well, son of a bitch, now what do I have to do with this? I'll give you an example. Uh, Last week, after many, many hours of doctor intake appointments and cognitive testing for my mom who is very young for this to be happening to her. Uh, we got the diagnosis finally that she does have early onset dementia and, um, you know, I could have, Viewed that. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I felt my feelings about it. Who wants to hear that at some point their mom isn't going to remember who they are? Nobody wants to hear that. And I certainly didn't want to see her struggling. But I immediately told myself that it was important for us to have this diagnosis because it meant that now mom would have more access to help than she did before. And that just because this is the diagnosis doesn't mean that she can't be one of the best case scenarios where she remembers everyone up until the day she goes and she could be around for another 10, 20 years. So that is what I'm talking about is taking whatever situation, no matter what it is, and immediately transforming it in your imagination. And feeling the feelings of being happy that, uh, for instance, my mom is still with me and that the areas in which she has deficits are not affecting her brain or her personality, her verbal communication, um, her long-term memory, the things that make her her. Being able to use a stove and cook hamburgers or drive a car isn't what made her her. That is not who she is. So by doing that, it shifts your expectations and your co-creation with the all, and it brings to you the best outcome of the situation. So by the next day, I had help authorized for her to have a caregiver coming in every day to check on her and help with cleaning and make sure she has, um, dinner for the evening. I had, um, pill management through a nurse so that she doesn't accidentally make any mistakes and hurt herself. And I had a job offer for me to be a relative caregiver. Um, doing what I've already been doing since June, but getting paid for it. And, uh, in the meantime, I had been for a few months now, as I've realized that my physical capacity has improved so much, um, looking to the universe and imagining a, a uh, part-time job that I could do easily without disrupting the other areas of my life, or putting my body in a state of dis-ease. And so this is kind of perfect, and um, came to me in that way. So I really don't believe that all of these things would have shifted into place so easily, if I had not been actively uh, putting my energy towards them, and not in a desperate, Um, emotionally (sighs) victimized way, but from an empowered, playful enjoyment of, well, wouldn't it be just lovely if all of this worked out this way? And some of these things came about from this situation, which on the surface might seem like a really bad thing. Now, I know that's all easier said than done, and if you're having any struggles with any of this, you can DM me. I have a full menu of intuitive services that I continue to add things to and work on. I finally started doing some of the little explanation videos on Instagram so that if you want more of a description before you book an appointment with me, you have that available. This is probably my longest galactic groove yet, but I felt like so much was going on this week. It was important to make that effort. So before I started pulling the cards for, um, the different astronomical events this week for the syncretic reading. I had a card jump out and I decided, okay, well, that will be the, uh, through line that kind of ties all of this together for the week. And the card that came up, um, is a pattern. It's a glyph. It's something meant to stare at and allow your vision to be absorbed into. You can also take your finger and trace the lines of these images as a form of meditation in the glyph. But to me, this just looks like a card indicating the matrix, the all. If I stare it at my eyes, even get a little, it almost looks like the card is moving, to be honest, like it's vibrating. So this is the uh, glyph also, which is emotions, but it stands for um, prismatic language, array upgrade, visionary fleet vehicle, ascension technology, ultra tech, magically dedicated to the dreamy muse tomorrow. Look past your thoughts so you may drink the pure nectar of this moment, Rumi. The, <laughs> the artwork is entitled Alien Circuits, so I'm on with that one, and um, the I Ching on this is Heaven, Duration, Firmament, Celestial Creation, Horizon, Empowerment, Dragon. So if any of you are called to Dragon Energy, and also this card uh, is 10 in the Mayan Tones, and the number of the card is 43, which is 7. So, uh, oh, and lastly, the solar plexus, the empowering chakra, that bright yellow, let the sun shine, let the sun shine in. I know I'm being super, uh, fifth dimension, 1960s age of Aquarius peace love hippie right now, but that's what we're moving into folks. Those songs were there for a reason. Those songs were written and created to awaken those of us who arrived here at that time to keep reminding us that that's what we were here to do, was pave the way for now. And so it is all coming to fruition. On the 21st, there will be a Saturn-Jupiter alignment that puts them looking like a double planet uh, some believe this is the Star of Bethlehem that was seen. We haven't seen it here in 800 years. This is the ushering in of the Age of Aquarius. And so, all of these steps along the way this week and cards that I have shared with you about all of the astronomical events coming are about leading us up to that conjunction on the solstice on the 21st. The age of Aquarius is here and I couldn't be more excited. I've been doing a lot of singing on Smule. That is a song Mule. It's a free karaoke app. There is a paid version, which I have because I am a musical nerd and I like toys. And um, when you have the paid version, you get all the really cool video filters and all the songs. Oh my gosh, this is so funny. Uh, I was yapping so long that it gave me the warning beeps. (laughs) So here I am to wrap this up for you all. Uh, I've been singing a lot more on Smule and they have these groovy new tools, video filters and things. So I plan to do, and I'm saying it now so that I'm committed and I have to do it (laughs) sometime over the next two weeks. But between now and the 21st, I will be making a, what I hope is a super groovy, uh, Aquarius video for that awesome Age of Aquarius coming in. I really feel like a little kid. I feel like the Christmas morning, so to speak, that I have been anxiously anticipating for 51 years now is finally here. And that feeling is fan-freaking-tastic. I... That doesn't mean that life is instantly going to be perfect. It just means that The divine feminine is coming in and a culture of interdependence instead of uh, codependence and vampirism is coming into being a balancing between the divine masculine and feminine. An age where the well-being of all is just as important as the well-being of one. Individualism is important and it was a good thing and it was a phase of development, but it also created some toxic principles that have victimized a lot of people for thousands and thousands of years. And I'm not even just talking about um, BIPOC or um, LGBTQ or any of the obvious uh, victimized, marginalized groups in society at the moment, but years and years and years of um, these hierarchical structures, whether it's capitalism, or it's kings and kingdoms, or uh, lords in the manor and serfs, it's all the same thing. It's all about um, many, many, many people bearing the burden of creating wealth and prosperity for a select few people. And we see where that's gotten us. So it is time to bring in that age of Aquarius and kick some galactic butt, all of you out there. To wrap up, go within as deeply as you go without. The deeper you go within, the further you will expand out. And once you get to that place where you are connected with the all, your life moves in ways that are truly magical. It doesn't matter what you call the all, whether you call it source, aliens, guides, uh, God, the universe, energy, um, quantum physics, galactic matter, (laughs) It's all the same. (laughs) And, uh, it's so fascinating, especially, um, going back to the one card when I was talking about the medicina card, the art sacrament and connecting with Gaia. A lot of us have put forth in various, um, esoteric circles, metaphysical circles that, you know, people are ascending and raising vibration and that the earth's vibration is raising, but it was presented as if, you know, the earth is fine. The Earth's doing our own thing. We are not, uh, in any way affecting that or assisting that. And that our process is likewise separate. Only we better do it or else when the earth, uh, ascends to a certain vibrational frequency, um, we're all just going to be screwed in some catastrophic way. That has sort of been the apocalyptic uh, doomsday scenario of that in some circles. But what I have found to be true, and it's interesting, if you follow the Schumann resonance, I'm not going to go into a long explanation of what that is. But Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes to a site where you can go read about it, but essentially it is a (laughs) frequency that the earth is vibrating at and it has recently spiked through the roof. Um, so what I have come to the conclusion of, and I've heard a lot of people sharing similar sentiments is that we are ascending, we are raising our vibration in symbiosis with the earth. The earth needs us just as much as we need the earth. And we need the critical mass of enough of us raising our vibration and connecting with the earth while doing it to make this also a peaceful and positive growth experience for the planet, uncalibrated raising of frequency can cause um, more catastrophic events. How do I put this? Uh, So you know, when you have a struggle in your own life or something, it comes up that you're trying to work through or something you're trying to learn, Or something you're trying to heal, if you come to it from a place of heart centeredness and peace, it is much less dramatic and heightened and painful than if you're coming at it from a place of utter chaos and, you know, giant pendulum swings from abject sorrow to. Uh, giddy joy and not that those emotional experiences aren't important but if you're just vacillating back and forth it takes a lot longer to go through the process that you're trying to create and it can um, cause other fallout in your life whether it affects your body or your relationships or you know your finances whatever it is your material reality So the same is kind of true for the earth. And if we are supporting the earth in her ascension and her vibrational frequency raising, then the earth is less likely to have wild pendulum swings with, um, greater natural disasters and upheaval. Uh, so You know, we kind of have a choice. We can do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way. And I don't know about you, but I kind of prefer the easy way. Perhaps it's just because I'm a Taurus and I just like things to work and I like to have as much time to lazily do what I want to do that I enjoy as possible. Uh, But um, the more we do this, the better life is for all life. On Earth and for Earth herself. You can find me at Grooving Goddess on Facebook, on Instagram, and that is my email groovinggoddess at gmail.com. You can book through my Square booking site, which you can be, be finding in the show notes, and on uh, Instagram and Facebook page. Feel free to DM me if you have any questions, comments. You can leave me a voice message on Anchor by going to my page at anchor.fm and you can uh, send me an email. I would appreciate it if you would like, follow, rate, share on your Instagram or Facebook story, these podcasts, if you enjoy them. Word of mouth really is the marketing of the new millennium and it's how I choose to practice because I want to keep as much as I can not behind a paywall and available to everyone because I am doing this to give back and assist and be part of the process I am not doing it to be uh famous or get attention or popularity or um to attain disgusting wealth there is nothing wrong with having plenty of resources to take care of yourself but you know there's a difference between um having the resources you need in abundance and holding on to so much that you do nothing to help the rest of the world with it once you have enough food shelter clothing Uh, abundance and joy in your life that comes from financial abundance. Um, What's the point of holding on to more of it? If not to help other people and lift them up also, so that they can do the same for themselves. Just my thoughts on that. Uh, The Patreon, I am working on it. It's kind of funny. I started to do it on Saturday, which was supposed to be my day off as directed by Um, my guides, they were like, Okay, you really need to just take a day to chill. Now you've been kind of pushing hard. And so um, me being me, resting, uh, sometimes means laying in bed, but I'm on my phone doing things and working and I'm on social media and I'm putting up content and I'm connecting with people and I'm marketing and Uh, they didn't want me to do that. So I started to kind of like work on setting up the Patreon and then I started having a bunch of glitches with it and I kind of went, okay, fine. You're right. I will leisure. So I did leisure. I watched a movie with my son. I, we watched Donnie Darko. If you haven't watched that in a while, go back and give it a look. It's quite interesting in the context of now, uh, that movie came out in 2001 But, um, and then I sang, I did some singing because for me, that is leisure. And so that helped me to have a much better, um, energy level as I was going into the week and starting to deal with more challenges. So, uh, take care of yourself, do something fun. And that Patreon will be up soon. I wish I could make it completely free. Uh, annoyingly, Patreon makes you, um, pledge a dollar in order to have a Patreon. I'm still going to look for ways to bypass that. Uh, I, th- I have a few ideas of how I might accomplish that. But at any rate, there will also be higher tiers, which include, um, you know, various perks, but I will be putting content on there for the Patreon subscribers that I won't be sharing on IG, uh, mostly because it is just more personal in nature. And because some of my life includes other people who maybe don't want, um, me talking about that publicly so much, I think it will be better served to do it in that other um, setting in Patreon. But I do want to share it with all of you because I have a whole lot to share. At any rate, I love you all. And I hope you have a fabulous week with all these exciting astronomical events this week and all this major room for change. Uh, Let's keep focusing good energy for that solar eclipse that that ushers in a Good influx of positive energy and perhaps a resetting of the scales. And I will talk to you soon. I would love to hear back from any of you if you have any particular experiences on these coming uh, days and portals and uh, conjunctions that resonated for you or kind of had anything to do with these syncretic oracle cards that I pulled. So have a wonderful week, and the neighbor's dogs have started barking, so that's the time to end the podcast timer. (laughs) See you soon.
0: Be a part in the end, unless you sugar yourself, sugar fill up yourself, fix yourself. Don't depend on someone else to do it for you. What the hell do you expect me to do? Sugar yourself, I sugar myself. Then together we can make a sugar explode. In the universe You see, I belong to myself You belong to yourself But we give freely my daddy i ain't your baby so go away please with your demands and plans and signs, and making me bear the burden of every damn trouble you have cause i'm sugaring myself and i take responsibility for the pain in my soul and i don't push it on you Also, sugar yourself Sugar yourself I said sugar, 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 sugar sugar yourself Cause I'm, I'm, oh yeah I'm gonna sugar myself Gonna sugar myself I'm sugaring myself So I can sugar you next My beloved Sugar yourself